Psychomedy is brought to you by ThreadUp, Manchester-based therapy that supports creativity. I'm Rafaela Nunes, the founder of ThreadUp and the counsellor supporting the creative community. Comedians and creatives in general can experience anxiety, depression, low moods, and this in turn can affect their creativity. One-to-one counselling can facilitate a safe space for creatives to explore any difficulties, to gain self-awareness, to develop strategies that work, and ultimately to create choices that are aligned with the natural creative flow. If you're in need of support, then please get in touch. Visit threadup.co.uk to book your counselling sessions at reduced rates when you quote Psychomedy. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of the live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. So, joining me today on Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's Sam Morrison. Hello. Hello, Sam. (laughs) How are you? In New York, I believe. I am. I'm in New York. Um, I am good, I think. I mean, I'm happy and healthy, and those are the most important things. How are you? That is good. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. You know, what is your, what is your isolation situation during this phase? I don't know if positive is a good or bad thing these days. <laughs> yes. First yeah. joke of the recording. First of many. Yeah. Happen. <laughs> yes, jokes can't stop for this, however bad it gets. Sure. No. no, they, they <laughs> won't. Twitter won't let them. <laughs> yeah. So what is your, um, where are you hold up during this? Uh, presumably you are in a lockdown situation. Absolutely. New York yeah. is a nightmare. Um, yeah. So I was in my boyfriend's tiny little apartment in Hell's Kitchen. Oh. And we escaped up to, my grandma lives in Rockland County, which is a county just about an hour north of New York City. Um, yeah. We went up there so we could um, go outside and have a little bit more space. Nice, nice. Yeah, so ever since we moved up there, we've been doing a little better mental health-wise. I was going crazy in that tiny little apartment. Yeah, yeah, so that's where you are now, are you? The um, more countryside place? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, we have, like, parks around here, so we're being told to keep six feet away from other people but we can get out to the park once a day we're allowed apparently even that it's not enough you know i mean it it definitely helps and it's funny i felt like i was going to the park more when i was on lockdown than i wasn't because i was so desperate for (laughs) anything green yeah i've started jogging again this week and i've just realized how unfit i am but um (laughs) i know i did the same thing i started doing these little morning workouts and i thought i had abs and i could do (laughs) push-ups when's the last time you did a push-up oh those are so hard (laughs) yeah 
half of us are going to come out like um, like The Rock, and half of us are going to come out just 20 stone overweight. I've already seen some comedians. I mentioned it a couple of days ago, and one one comedian I saw online had literally put on like two stone. I shouldn't laugh, but hey, we've got to laugh. Put literally put on about a stone in a week. So um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go one way or the other. So um. Yeah, we talked to Dave Hill earlier in the week, but what I didn't talk to Dave about, so we haven't had anyone on really from America, given the American perspective of what people are thinking of Trump. I mean, I say people as if it's um, you can generalize, but uh, what are what are sane people thinking about what Trump is saying about um, all I've heard? I'm trying to stay away from news to a certain extent, but what I've heard is that he wants everyone out in the churches by Easter Sunday. So what what are people thinking of Trump over there? Ah, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tricky question. I know. What are you? What are you thinking of Trump? Or what is? What are your friends thinking of Trump? You know, I've never looped myself in with the sane people generally, but yeah. here I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I think most people in New York City, especially, yeah. um, I don't know how to. I mean, like, I, yeah, it's. It's, it's, either, just a, it's just a tricky question for you to answer. Are you trying to stay on the same question for me to answer? I don't know how America feels about Trump, but I can. How are say, you feeling? How are you feeling if you can if you can like, voice that opinion without losing half your audience base? I don't know. <laughs> no, I that has never been a problem for me. Uh, I don't think yeah. anyone who likes my comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, okay. So I feel like a good way to describe it. Is like there's there's oh my god um, I just threw a glass against the wall that's how angry I am. <laughs> my boyfriend watches the news and like every press conference and he likes to feel updated and he just screams at the television and calls Trump an absolute fucking idiot um, every other word and I have completely now shut that off because I I just can't it's so depressing it's so it causes me so much anxiety that um, I'd rather get my news from Twitter. <laughs> That's yeah. unfortunately where I'm now getting my news. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I can't do those the the news right now. I, I need to, um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll check the New York Times in the morning and at nights. But other than that, and just see how many people have de- well now also it's starting to like affect my friends and my friend group and and friends of friends that are you know either getting sick or dying and so that is that's more than i need you know i don't need the news to tell me how bad this is when it starts mm-hmm. affecting your city and your 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 friends you know mm. oh goodness i'm sorry to hear that i mean you know uh thank goodness none of my family or friends have died but mm. A lot of people have it now, and uh, you know, I think all of us are starting to realize that soon, you know, kind of you know somebody who lost somebody. Yeah. Not that it's there yet, but um, pe- you know, my you know, people are definitely posting on Facebook and Twitter, and that's where I'm mostly hearing that. Yeah. Well, yes. Let's hope and pray that uh, it's uh, over in the best possible way soon. I mean, what's the What's what's your healthcare situation? I mean, I know a lot of people have insurance, but uh, are people being is anyone being refused entry to hospitals when they have this? Or mm, I haven't heard yet anybody being refused. I have yeah. heard very long lines um, yeah. and people not being able to be properly cared for. Um, 
I had one friend who went to get a COVID test and then they, they lost his COVID test. Oh, God. And he's been sitting in the hospital for like a week now and they haven't been able to operate on him properly with the right uh, contextual information to make, you know, good decisions. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Which, yeah, so I haven't heard of anybody being denied yet. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a positive thing. Yeah. Has that happened where you are? Oh, no, no, no. Just obviously with the American healthcare system different to our wonderful NHS. Um, yes. Right, right. It's, um, yeah, I just thought I'd, just thought I'd ask. Well, that's good to hear. So how about stand-up? Are you, are you missing that buzz? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone was, a friend was telling me about how, like, um, you know, it is, it's different at nights when, because, like, our bodies are so used to, uh, like, every night I would be performing at least once. And so your body gets in a, in a, uh, a cycle of, like, getting that extra, um, I don't actually know the, the chemicals or whatever, but whatever yeah. chemical it is or dopamine or just energy. Adrenaline, yeah, yeah. Adrenaline from going on stage. And now suddenly that's not gone. And I my body's just been reacting in weird ways. At nights, I'm either completely without energy or sometimes I've been like manic and needed to take walks and pace. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird to suddenly, I mean, I haven't gone this long without performing since I started. So it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I didn't realize it was going to have such like a physiological effect. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Are you trying to replace that buzz in any way? Are you doing anything, any high adrenaline? I don't know. Anything. (laughs) I don't think so. No. Yeah. It's a tricky thing to replace that buzz. It's almost impossible. A lot of people, a lot of comedians are doing online stuff and trying to replace it by doing, yeah, gigs in their own kitchen. Have you been tempted into that yet? <laughs> yeah. I've done nice. a couple of Zoom shows and stuff like that, but... Uh, Not the same buzz. Yeah, no. It's when you're a... met by the silence of your own mirror. Yeah, yeah, it really isn't that much fun <laughs> yeah are you are you managing to like write any jokes i was talking to somebody earlier and i think a, a lot of people are finding it hard to generate material because this is the only thing on our minds and are you finding mm-hmm. it hard or yeah definitely harder than usual yeah i'm able to do i have like a little um i have like a little i don't know what to call it but me and just three other of my friends every day at 5 p.m give each other a a video call and pitch each other some new bits just so we don't go crazy. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of helped me from going from stopping writing stand up completely. Cause even the creative energy that I have had, it's gone towards um, other things. Um, you know, my next uh, Edinburgh hour. Mm. On my um, but not necessarily like the stand up premise punchline um stuff that uh i'd be writing on a nightly basis so yeah it um that's helped me a lot definitely um uh this kind of stuff communicating with other people has helped my get my creative well actually i don't know if that's true (laughs) 
I'd say, uh, yeah, I'd say um, just communicating with other people gives me energy in general. And then once I have energy, I'm more likely to be creative. And that's actually the thing that, that gives me the most energy is being creative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did a Facebook Live the other day just with piano. I was just singing silly Elton John songs, and that gave me more energy than I've had in about two weeks. Just like mm. I was like, yeah, now I'm ready to work. I didn't actually write mm. a single joke off the back of it, but hey, I felt a bit better. Mm, that's so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you mentioned Edinburgh there. There was a communication just out from the Edinburgh Fringe saying, hold off, guys. We're going to announce something within the next week. Are you still hopeful? Are you writing a show then? Have you Edinburgh booked in? Yeah, I'm going on as if it is uh, going to be um, happening just yeah. for my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So your last show, Hello Daddy, did really well up there. And what's uh, what's this one? Hoping it goes ahead. Yeah, this one's called Eleven, and I have to convince my 11-year-old self that gay people exist. <laughs> I didn't think they did. So okay. we go back in history and find historical figures that myself and I think most people didn't know were gay, which is uh, a lot of them. And... Um, that's just not taught in the schools and then use that as fodder to help myself uh, come to a personal uh, discovery about you know, shedding that, that sort of fake identity that you create to protect yourself. That's interesting. That's so interesting. You know, it sounds like something we'd uh, talk about on the normal psychomedy episode but that's yeah it's very interesting so do you you weren't what taught that gay people existed at that age you weren't uh, you were taught that they didn't exist or no 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 one told me that it's just that um i wasn't it's the lack of education i think it's that n no one you know in the history books you never hear of a historical figure being gay yeah even if they were and everyone agrees on it um uh, even though we have had you know gay u.s presidents um no one mentions it Especially mm -hmm. not in school. And where I grew up in, in Florida, there just weren't any gay people. Um, mm. Of course, that I knew of. There were lots of gay people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of closeted, faceless grinder photos. Yeah, yeah. So can you reveal who's a surprising gay person from history that maybe we don't know was gay? Oh, my God, all of them. <laughs> Everyone from history Every was gay. Them. Have you heard of Boris Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else apart from Boris? Abraham Lincoln was gay. Okay, uh, interesting. Which is debated, but even if you don't believe that, uh, James Buchanan, who was another U.S. president, was certainly gay, and that's almost unanimously agreed upon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of, of artists, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, William Shakespeare, uh, like multiple Roman emperors, even Julius Caesar, which is up for debate, but there's some pretty sexy stuff um, <laughs> about him. Uh, Alexander the Great. Uh, there's this general in the American Revolutionary War called Friedrich von Steuben. And he um, he was being prosecuted. He was like the savior of the Revolutionary War. We're taught about him in, in our uh, history classes. And uh, he was sort of this like revolutionary general 
who saved the war, and he was being persecuted for being gay when George Washington recruited him to the war, which um, was just never, ever mentioned. Um, I can keep going, but I don't... (laughs) (laughs) You'll give away your whole show. Yeah, no, I don't... uh, I actually haven't even seen the whole show yet, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, what is that? How is that making you feel when you're you know, finding this out or are you kind of reflecting it back on your own situation or are you reflecting it back on society or both or? Oh my God, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course you, you, I, if that, if I had known that growing up, it would have been very, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, easier, I guess. Easier. To, yeah. To, that's to, the word. It would have been easier. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were. Yeah, look, I'm just looking back at my own education now, and yeah, I mean, I'm older than you. I'm 80 years older than you, but um, yeah, I don't believe homosexuality was mentioned at all, and certainly not. Yeah, certainly not historical figures. I think it was just, um, yeah, it was kind of around the playground, but it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was taught in school. So yeah, absolutely, it's. Uh, I can understand why it would would have been hard, even though you're a y- younger age and you. You know, you grew up in a supposedly progressive country, you know. Right, right. I guess how hard is it for, um, yeah, people in other countries where it's not accepted um, still? Oh, man, that sounds so interesting. I hope it goes ahead. Thank you. Where will it be if it does go ahead, do you know? Uh, at Pleasance at 10, 10 p.m., the Pleasance Dome. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Pleasance 10 Dome at 10, 10 p.m. Okay. That's easy easy to remember. I know it's the first time I've said it to anyone. Hopefully it's not the last. No, that's nice. Nice. Well, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it's going to go ahead in some respect. So, um, okay. Well, um, it's so good to chat to you. I I see on your Twitter, we can stay in touch with you at um, Samuel H. Morrison. I was looking down that a little bit before the call, and there was a few things about my new find, which is Tiger King on Netflix. God. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Have you yeah. completed this? Do you love it? Hate it? Of course I both. How do you love <laughs> or hate? How I've only just it? got into it. I've only just discovered it. So I've seen the first episode. First episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you. And you know what? You know what? My gay dials down because I watched the first 10 minutes and just didn't question his sexuality. And so when he said, oh, yeah, I'm gay. I'm like, well, oh, yeah, obviously. But I just hadn't. It hadn't, you know, I hadn't questioned it with the... You're not the only one. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, those two... Hit... Oh, wait, I can't ruin it for you. Wait, oh, oh, no. Well, he but... turns out not to be gay? What, what are you telling me? Not him. <laughs> oh, God, okay. This is this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Are the tigers gay? The Every single tiger <laughs> everywhere is gay. So that's not... That was a stupid question. <laughs> Oh, give me a little hint. Give me a give me a hint without ruining the whole thing. There's a nice a nice twist ahead okay. uh, regarding um, Joe Exotic's romantic life. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. That is interesting. Tell me how sex with the tigers. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, that's the twist, isn't it? Oh my god. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I was in two minds whether to watch it, but, oh, man, if that's the twist, fuck. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. I want to keep talking to you, but we're, you know, it's like, I, I hate hanging. The, the, the great thing about these is, is just staying, you know, getting in touch with people, you know, because I never met you before, but um, I can't wait to meet you and see your show. And you're sounding, you know, very positive and uh, any other positive messages or anything else you're doing that's positive for your mental health, any kind of meditation or any mindfulness or anything else or anything you're doing day to day, which brings you a brings you a smile meditating meditating definitely meditating um i try to do it 10 minutes a day and i've missed actually like three or four now um but uh yeah it's it's uh it's a lifesaver nice yeah great yeah okay well forgive me but all i'm thinking now is what is that twist in tiger king Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i've forgotten your edinburgh show (laughs) This is. I'm gonna, I've got to hang up now. Sorry, Sam. I've got to go and watch Netflix. Honestly, how many Edinburgh shows are going to be about Tiger King? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sam, thank you so much for coming on Psychomedy Daily Dose today. I've really enjoyed that. Thank you for having me. This is great. Okay, so as I mentioned, my Facebook Live there. I will be doing another one next Wednesday at 8 p.m. So go to Facebook um, slash Nathan Cassidy Comedian. You can get my Facebook Live via there, I think, hopefully. Anyway, I'll be doing another Elton John sing-along. Request an Elton John, me at the piano. And yes, it was fun last week for me. Please make me feel better at least by coming on and heckling me on Facebook Live and giving me some uh, requests to either carry on or stop next week, 8pm, Facebook Live. You can also join me on Facebook Live on Monday. I've mentioned that I've been nominated for the Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm going to be dressing up in black tie, as is everyone in a virtual ceremony for the Leicester Comedy Festival. Awards, I've been nominated for my show, Observational. So join me on Monday, 7pm, at the Leicester Comedy Festival on Facebook Live. If I win, I'll promise I'll do something crazy on Instagram Live or Facebook Live next Monday as well. And finally, if you'd like to donate, I've not really done this before, but if you'd like to give me a little bit of money, you can give me £3 via coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com slash Nathan Cassidy. Coffee.com slash Nathan Cassidy. You can give me a little bit of money to go towards, I don't know, keeping me and my children alive in this time. But yeah, don't worry. I'll get through this with universal credit and um, just some of the great support that uh, is out there for comedians. Um, Thank you for everyone that's doing anything to uh, keep those uh, less well off afloat during this time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that is our show for today. Join us again tomorrow for more Psych Comedy Daily Dose. Please check out, as always, psychcomedy.co.uk. There's some great mental health tips on there from our partner counselling service, threadup.co.uk. And please give them a shout if you need to talk to someone. More than ever before, it's okay not to be okay. Please do give them a shout if you need someone. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows, and please give us a five-star review. It really helps. Your positivity is needed more now than ever. 
Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pod People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk or at Psychomedy Pod. I'm Nathan Casty. Lots of love to you all. Stay positive, stay healthy, and tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod People.